Welcome to Conway TNT, Conway Then, Now, and Tomorrow. I'm your host, Grant Gordy. And I'm your co-host, Lori K. Smelton. Our podcast is for Conway folks, which may mean you grew up here or you moved in recently. I love Conway and have never lived anywhere else, so I'm happy to brag on the things that make Conway so special. And I grew up just a rock's throw away and call Conway home and my forever home. Grant and I are with First Community Bank and they are our podcast sponsor. We're all about our community here at the bank and invite you to stop in and see us anytime. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It's been a while since we've had a podcast, Lori, and I'm excited about today's topic and our distinguished guests. Absolutely. Conway's known as the city of colleges, as you know, and uh, education runs deep uh, through the community. But there's a little-known school that I don't know that uh, even some of the older residents of Conway are familiar with. I didn't know anything about it. The Irby School. The Irby School. And I have three former students who've thrived in life, which speaks to the Irby School's prowess. We've got Mr. Jimmy Lloyd here. Jimmy, it's fantastic to Good see morning. you. Glad to be here. Glad you're with us. We've got uh, two other ladies that are not strangers to me, not that Mr. Lloyd is, but uh, we've got Miss Jill Moon, my auntie, and my other aunt, Miss Ellen Gordy. Thank you for being here, ladies. Glad to be here. Happy to be here. I just introduced Jimmy to all the bank staff as Conway royalty. Uh, certainly downtown, if you sir, if you're my age, you bought a lot of shoes from Jimmy Lloyd down at the Blue Ribbon. Yeah, Jimmy, tell us a little bit about your family and your history in Conway and certainly downtown. Well, the family came here in 1948 when my grandfather, who owned the Blue Ribbon Shoe Store in Morrillton, Arkansas, uh, and my dad married his daughter and they purchased the former sample shoe store uh, in downtown Conway and formed the Blue Ribbon Shoe Store Incorporated and uh, it ran from 1948 until I closed it in 1998. 1950 years. Yes sir. Illustrious years of that. (laughs) Indeed. I, I know roughly where it is, I remember shopping there and mother taking me in there primarily for dress shoes it felt like all the time. I, but oh, I bought to, many Converse in there. To oh, yeah. that end though, what, what currently resides in that location? I don't know actually. I think it's Rock City. Rock City, yeah, yeah. Rock City Rock, Tees. Maybe, mm-hmm. I don't know. And we sold it in a, um, I sold the building in a couple of years and a gift shop moved in. And they left the Blue Ribbon sign up there, so I guess right. it was Blue Ribbon Gift Shop. But. Uh, as I came to Conway less and less over the years with other business interests, uh, I couldn't quite keep up with what was going right. on. Did was they give away golden eggs? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I still have some golden eggs. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> and I have the blue, the red goose clock. I still have that. So. Oh, wow. <laughs> what about the spinning thing where you could have your shoes shined? You know, I push still the button have, and it yes, would spin. I have that. And although it's not too good for tennis shoes. <laughs> well, I, I did it every time I went in, just no matter what age I was, even when I was a banker, I would go in there to buy my pumps. That, that was a fantastic stretch of downtown to me because y'all were certainly y'all's store and location and everything that y'all offered, but also Clements Donuts was adjacent, oh, yeah. was it not? Oh, yeah, Clements Donuts. We were there when Clements started. And that was neat. And there was Otasco and Hat Donald's Drugstore and Curtis Flower Shop. Uh, the testing grocery on the end, Earl Rogers was oh, yeah, on the end. Yes. Massey Hardware at one end of the block. Self-service shoe store and White's Fabrics. And, uh, several businesses came and went 
over the years. Fond memories. For sure. For sure. Ladies, I would say what brought y'all to town. I know, but why don't you share with our listening audience a little bit about y'all's history here in town. Go ahead. Uh, our father was uh, Dr. Fred Gordy. He moved to Conway in 1944 to establish his practice and consequently being his offspring. We've uh, grew up here and have pretty much remained here. I moved away for many years um, and have uh, moved back here about 20 years ago and am glad to be back home. And in the old home place. In the old home, the oh, original are. home place. How oh, fun. Yeah. I didn't realize that. Yeah, it's it's been great. And his biggest claim to fame was 1963 when he brought me into the world. <laughs> so, <laughs> Dr. Absolutely. He never doctor. missed an opportunity to remind people of that, <laughs> yes, too, I'm sure. I'm, sure. I'm certain. I'm certain. <laughs> Back that up a few years because he brought me into the world yeah. in 1953. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Jill? Uh, born and raised here, of course. Um, graduated, you know, started at Nolan M. Irby Demonstration School. Graduated from Conway High School. Married my high school sweetheart. Um, moved away several years later. Lived in Missouri for a while and moved back to Conway, which I've always considered home, uh, about four years ago and built a little house on the same property where our original home where we grew up is on, um, behind Ellen's house. So, you know, you they say you can't go home again, but by golly. Y'all proved that wrong. That's right. You, you mentioned Nolan M. Irby, Irby. Demonstration yes. School. So that's the official that's the name, official name. for Nolan. what we shortened to the Irby, Irby School, School in our exactly. intro. Nolan, who was, does anyone know who Nolan M. Irby was? He was a president of the college for right. a short time. Yeah. Okay. The fourth president, the fourth, I believe. The fourth yeah. president. Right. Mm -hmm. did, did, so he proceeded, was Dr. Ferris, did he follow? Oh, Dr. Ferris. Was he way out? Yeah. Silas Snow preceded. Yeah, Silas okay. Snow. Right. And he was uh, there when when we were in school, I right. think. Right, uh -huh, I believe so. And his son actually mm -hmm. was in my class. For some time. Oh, really? That must be how you got into school. Then, yeah. Right? <laughs> Influence. <laughs> I don't know. And for those that don't realize, uh, University of Central Arkansas has had several names prior, and I'm assuming when the uh, Nolan M, when y'all were attendees of the Nolan M. Irby School, uh, it was ASTC or Arkansas State Teachers That's College. Correct. So right. inherent in the name, a uh, state teachers college. They were teaching instructors, former instructors. It started out in 1908 as the Arkansas State Normal School. UCA did. UCA did. Normal, okay, normal no. school. Uh huh. Which is another question about how we got in, if it was a normal <laughs> school. <laughs> <laughs> and then in 1928, it became Arkansas State Teachers College. And to give you a little bit of background on Mr. Irby that I looked up, he attended Peabody University in Nashville, Tennessee, which was the premier school for people who wanted to become educators to go to to learn how to teach. And he came back to Conway when he started his profession at UCA, what we now know as UCA, and shared the idea that's how the normal school accepted, thought, well, that's a pretty neat concept. We've got a lot of people here 
that are in education. So let's see what we can do. So that's how the school was established. I think the term teacher. they used was a laboratory school. I mean, yes. the elementary school was a lab. So I assume we were the lab rats. Yeah, I, yeah. We were <laughs> guinea pigs, question. <laughs> that's fascinating. And now you hear of student teaching and things to that degree where, where uh, future practitioners will go out into the field, but they brought the field and the yeah, students. Exactly. To, Together. That's, why they mm-hmm. built the, that's why they built the school. Right. The te- teachers and had each teach. room had a... We knew there were people behind those one-way mirror Mirrors. windows because if you got out of your desk, you could peek out the door and there would be groups of future teachers standing out there watching through the window at what was going on in the classroom. Which was probably a lot of reason, a reason that a lot of them chose to change their profession. Sure. <laughs> Observing. Right. Yeah, we'd, we'd love to look at the, yeah, the, trans, the transfer. Exactly. Or, yeah, what were the percentages? Yeah, that, By the time now they do practice teaching, it's they're too far in. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> what grades What grades do you, you all it's a, remember being represented in, at the school? Well, it was the first through the sixth, sixth grade. First through right. the sixth, yeah. okay. Exactly. Plus the nursery school. And Conway school. didn't have kindergarten back then, if I recall. Well, no, they were all independent. Went, you all went to a private. Independent. It was a private, private kindergarten, right. right. That's right. So you said you went to preschool there as well. So then you stopped, went to a private kindergarten, and then came right. back. Exactly, yeah. So you don't know how you were selected. So it wasn't a geographic area like... Right now, determines where you go to elementary school. Or that's an interesting thing. Uh, I a few years ago, some people were asking questions uh, in a Facebook group. The first I heard of this, and and uh, somebody said, "Well, you know, there ought to be a group." So I made one, and uh, it was a little foolish on my part because I was not well versed on how to maintain such mm-hmm. a group. And thankfully, another student that was following all of this uh, was pretty good at doing it and joined me as being the administrator of the Facebook group. I, and I it's called, let's see, uh, what, what is I'm it called? That's what I'm looking here. Uh, it is Irby Training School, comma, ASTC. Currently has 75 active members. Mm-hmm. And Sandy Carter has done an excellent job of organizing things and organizing classes and getting rosters of who all attended. and. People check in. It's not a real active group because we're all pretty old and we've got stuff to do. But anytime a new person jumps in and they'll offer another tidbit of information, well, people will get a notice about it and everybody will look in and talk about it for about 30 minutes and then go on with our lives. But I did notice, yeah, a picture and it was had Grant's father in it mm-hmm. with no shirt on. And I'm like, okay, why was he not wearing a I shirt? I don't think that was allowed. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I can assure you if it was Verna Chrysler's class, it was not allowed. <laughs> no, but I know the picture you're talking uh-huh. about. I'm not. They're on a teeter-totter mm-hmm. or something. Mm-hmm. It's hot that day. <laughs> it was not air-conditioned. No, no, it was wasn't. not. But as far as selection and geographic that's interesting i don't know how the students were selected but it seems it like sense. the majority of the ones that i remember i mean it was a pretty um limited area i don't know if that has anything to do with it or well, not. Conway, was know, town, right? yeah, conway was a much smaller Absolutely. town conway was a much smaller town but the diversity of the people in there that's true yeah. uh, i'm talking economic diversity i was thinking uh, the same thing all that would go from uh children of factory workers 
through right. agricultural people, mm-hmm. through All business economic people, levels. educational people, and from the one end of the spectrum to the other, a varied intelligence and talents. Right. Which I'm sure may have, I'm guessing, may have played a role in how the students were selected because a teacher would have to be exposed to all of this. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah, a good cross-reference of society. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Well, you mentioned Jill, one of the teachers. What was her name again? Verna Chrysler. Verna Chrysler. She first was first, first and second. She was, I had her first and second grade. She was a tiny little thing. Oh. Um, and you know how... But had a... I can tell she ruled though. She absolutely did. Um, And if there were more Verna Chrysler's nowadays, the world would be a much better place. (laughs) She was, you know how when you're young, you think somebody looks 150 all their life. (laughs) That was Verna. I'm telling you. Uh, She was probably not five feet tall, just a tiny little thing. But I love that woman dearly. So I was always under the the, the, uh, maybe the misconception that. The students taught the classes, but they were watching an actual professor or, or a, 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 a seasoned, a seasoned veteran teach the class. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, that's shed light. I've always heard about the school just by so virtue yeah, of... Literally, behind, there were people behind the class. Watching, watching, them, yes, watching someone that knew what they were doing. Yes, right. their, okay. their class, right. I'm assuming, it, you know, it was different classes observing all the time. And each classroom had, as Jimmy said, the observation room. What part of the campus was it on? Because uh, there is an Irby Hall now. And right. when I went there, there was a one-level Irby is Hall. Is that a driveway that goes okay. up and, and makes it was a like a U-shaped. Hall, does that, does that make old, From Old Main. Old Main? It, it, oh. sit, it sits almost, Lori, in the... Uh, Immediately to the west of the fountain. Fountain, okay. exactly. It's almost, it's almost yeah. on the same footprint, but a little further right. behind so that. So that was the that Irby was Hall that I went, that it was the English, English and, and yes, journalism kind of the English. department was exactly. in. It was a one level, yes. kind of a U-shaped. Yeah, and right. now that I'm sitting here, y'all are saying this, I can see how those where those windows would have uh-huh. been right. and everything. Exactly. Uh, they, that, that makes they sense. They were building the new Irby Hall my freshman year. My first class was in Irby, and then... I want to say they raised the building mm, yeah. realistically probably in early 92. Had maybe a completely summer of different 92. architecture totally. yes. style than right. the rest of the campus. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then and then the new Irby mirrors the, the, the agric- agriculture, yeah. the architectural component that we, we UCA is known for. Who are some of the other oh. teachers? Oh, I can name every. Uh, well, it was interesting. Um, Verna Chrysler, first and second grade. In uh, third and fourth grade, the same teacher. I'm not sure if they didn't want to let me go. I'm not sure how that's set up. Uh, Marguerite Silas, third and fourth grade. Fifth grade was Velma Turner. Uh, and in sixth grade, I don't remember Mrs. Sam's name. Her husband's name was Wayne. Miss Sam's. Sam's. Um, and then, so I went from first through sixth and then went to Conway Junior High, you know, at that, after that. And shortly after Jill was there, I noticed she had teachers at different uh, two years in a row mm-hmm. it was miss chrysler first grade miss burton was second miss landers was the third grade marguerite silas was fourth grade miss turner was the fifth grade and mrs sams had started out uh i think of course i never got to the sixth grade because they quit on me um but uh, Mrs. Sams left, and I think Dr. Snow actually took the sixth grade class. Really? For either the she last wasn't two. there very long, but the others, like yep, Miss Chrysler, Miss 
Silas, those were there. For, I can remember Mabel Gray Patterson was our principal. She was a tall, imposing woman. Gladys Soxie was the librarian. Gladys oh, <laughs> Soxie was the librarian, and she was a dandy. Yes, she was. <laughs> and she would uh, read. That was one of my favorite things for the first three to four years that we had this fabulous library in that school. And do you remember the SRI reading? Yes. Oh, I love, yeah. What did that stand for? Well, I have no idea, but it was a, <laughs> it was, um, a program, a color-coded program where you would start out. And oh. If you, you know, successfully did this and answered, and I remember purple was the top color, well, and I was so was, excited to get that. What that came from was uh, the president's directive on speed reading, which this school be. fell all over. Mm -hmm. And it was amazing that... To watch the progress, I think we started it maybe in the third grade, that you would read these things and then answer these questions, and then you would try to take the next page, and you, instead of having 50 seconds, you would have 30 seconds to read that the same amount it. of stuff, mm -hmm. and then you would answer the questions. And as people did this over and over, even those people who could barely write their names, were reading at speeds yeah. that were just unbelievable to them. Much higher level, like, yeah. You know, they would start, I don't know what the bottom level was, but they would be up three, four levels by the end of that school year. So it was really interesting how the school was on the cutting edge of it, everything. Very innovative yes, programs. So was lab route was really I wonder how many times they said, well, that didn't work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> True. After a semester Probably of, after we graduated. After a semester of implementation. Probably less frequently than the, the programs that did work. Right. Clearly, like, yeah. But my, your, the library was the, the probably reading. one of my favorite oh, memories having, I loved. Yeah. Having the teacher get up there and read to the class and sitting down in a circle group in a little dark corner mm -hmm. and it really inspired people absolutely into reading yeah. books and and that was really fun y'all touching on a lot of the things that made uh irby school special um it sounds like there was a pretty good ratio to boot like the, each individual class might have had a smaller class size or did it what do we think it's probably about 25 okay so it's so I think that's about yeah, right. that's I, not unlike, probably the most, yeah. Yeah, but it was not so that you didn't know everybody's name in the right. class. Right, yeah. Not so far, it's not unlike today's learning environment. And again, right. most of us lived close enough. So you also played together after we school. We played together right. after school, and for that little bunch of us that lived right around that school, I mean, uh, there was no place on ASTC that was off limits. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's true. I mean, so you got literally hung out been. with the college Oh, we kids. hung out with the college kids. Yeah. Now, uh, did everyone get to go swimming on Tuesday afternoon? Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh -huh. Loved that. The yeah. chlorine was just overwhelming. We got to go swimming in the college pool mm -hmm. on Tuesday afternoons. You had to bring your bathing suit and a towel. Uh -huh. And that was really neat. So uh, even in the winter, because it was even in the winter, yeah. it was yeah. heated so, indoor okay. pool. And uh, but we did not get snow days. No. And all the other children in Conway got out for snow days. No, sir. ASTC was open for business. Mm -hmm. Did you ever feel like you missed out uh, relative to the kids that were going to public school? Or, or did you feel that they were missing out? I, I, I think I felt right. they were missing yeah. out. Especially, especially when I made the transfer from Irby into the public school system yeah. at the sixth grade. That, that Honestly, was the most boring thing I had ever encountered. I'm not sure that I was even aware that there were 
others. I mean, I knew other people, and I guess I never really thought that their yeah, school was different. Right. I, yeah, where they went I think, they, do you go to school? Right. Right. <laughs> exactly. Those kids that, what are they? Yeah. Um, no, it was a pretty the structure. Everything about public schools was different. Yeah. Everything about it. I wouldn't know because I did the whole thing at RB, so. Yeah, well, it seems like didn't know any different. Exactly. It's the fondest of memories from everyone that uh, I have talked to since I started doing a little research when I when Fletcher Smith mentioned uh-huh. it, and uh, so name some of your buddies that you went to school with. Name some of the folks that went oh, to school. Oh my goodness! Was in oh there. gosh! Um, Who you hung out with? Fletch's sister Julie. She we were the same age. Lee Olson. Uh, Lee Olson and Linda. 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 Lana. No, no, Lana was sixty-two. Right, she was younger. All the other Olson kids did. Right, the Isoms. Isoms and Honeycutt. Oh yeah. Dunaway. Ferguson's. Ferguson's. Spencer's. Yeah. So many Hendrickson's. Yeah. And the Hendricksons came from far away. Well, yeah, way they out of town. Way out of town. Oh, yeah, Mary Jo Hendrickson. Right. Yeah. yeah, Jack Hendrickson. Uh-huh. Yeah, we had a great experience. So that proves that. it wasn't geographic. Right. right. Yeah. But we had a great experience uh, with the Hendrickson family. That, uh, and we had, we had great field trips, too. Yes. And her mother was classes. my Girl Scout leader. She, they were fantastic. Great. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we were studying uh, foods and things in uh, dairy came up. And by and by, Jack Hendrickson brought a churn and fresh cream oh, from wow. their cow, and the whole class took turns, and we churned that butter, and we made butter, and we took it to the cafeteria, and for the next, I guess, 10 days, at our milk break, we did get a milk break, you brought your money, and you went to the cafeteria, Absolutely. and you got your carton of milk, we had fresh crackers and fresh butter mm. to go with those mm. so that was a one really of my fondest memories was friday's vegetable soup and their chocolate oh, cake yes. oh <laughs> the cafeteria was excellent so was it did you go to school with the i mean go to cafeteria with the college kids or did you have the, your own? Co- they did prepare food for the college but we weren't in ours, at the same time not but, at the same time but, but oh, fabulous the food, food. Was good. Oh, it was outstanding and it was cooked in-house on the spot Fresh rolls. It was yeah. even lunch oh. <laughs> lady rolls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like right. Just square pizza. No, we no. had we, square pizza. At my no, we didn't have pizza. No, pizza. no we had no, we had home meals. cooked okay. meals. Yeah. yeah, I mean yeah. the real deal. Fruits uh-huh. and the whole Fresh, yeah, yeah, boy. Absolutely. But it must have been good. I mean, the fact that y'all y'all lit up whenever yeah. whenever. <laughs> <laughs> Thinking, okay. thinking of the, yeah. the nutrition. Exactly. Yeah. Chocolate cake, vegetable I believe. Soup. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I saw Jill's eyes roll. Yeah, vegetable soup <laughs> as a first grader. You don't hear that very often. It must have been, must have been on yeah. point. Did Chrysler keep up with y'all after you left oh, yeah. oh, yes. all the way through? Right. She lived, you know where she lived. Oh, yes. right. I visited often. Uh-huh. And my right, tell us where she lived. Okay. She lived At the on, corner of Western and Bruce. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Exactly. Bruce Western in that little, little tiny house there. Yeah. Um, and my grandmother, who uh, I remember Miss Chrysler would come over and visit Mammy, as we called her. And She lived <laughs> on Augusta Street, just one just, block over. Yeah, one block over. And Mammy would say, 
I wish she would stop. She is so old and boring. I think Manny was 15 years old. <laughs> but, yeah, yes. Old and boring. Old and old and yeah. She kept up with me, and I kept she up did. with her yeah. forever. But in, we had these storms about the third grade that hit Conway, and they were pretty serious. And uh, I think it blew, the hail knocked out all the windows on the whole Irby side, I mean, the, the classroom side. Mm -hmm. And anyway, it was a pretty terrifying event for kids. But we were learning about books and writing and things. Well, I wrote these three books in the third grade, mind you, and <laughs> illustrated. And two of them had to do with the storms, and the third one was about something else I don't remember. Miss Chrysler got a hold of those books and put them in the library <laughs> as oh, a oh, reference <laughs> for oh, wow. teachers. But when we did it, uh, I and a few friends had done them. I mean, you know, we were studying libraries and the Dewey Decimal System and all this and how to find books. Well, man, we made checkout cards for our books in the back, you know, uh -huh. so people could check out <laughs> our books. Sign out. Yeah. Every return day. Mm -hmm. But it turns out Ms. Chrysler put those things in the doggone library and they would get checked out. Right. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> that was pretty major Yeah, major I mean, it's kind of amazing. I, I, can't even tell you what I had for lunch yesterday, but I can remember all of uh, all of our teachers and yeah. those experiences. It must Indeed. have been pretty phenomenal. What what years? Uh, y'all may have made reference to this. What years, uh, to y'all's recollection, was Irby School in operation? Forty nine to sixty two. Forty nine to sixty two. Mm -hmm. So y'all were right in that window. Mm -hmm. Indeed, that was mm -hmm. a. So why was it closed? Fortunate fool. Because the English department took it over. English department. They, they needed the physical. They needed the, the physical space. And at the time, uh, we were very, very upset about it, and little minds being what they were, and we also were very up on current events always, always, always. always. Every space shot every class watched uh -huh. on the TV uh -huh. and then there was the news and of course all the civil rights marches and protests right. going on and the carrying signs and we struck up an idea and got out on the campus at recess and decided we weren't going to let them we organized and told the teacher I think it was Mrs. Turner, that we were going to do this, that we were, by golly, not we were seeing up. it and we were not giving up, we up for take your, it and yeah. we we're going to make signs and we we're going to protest and we we're going to stop them. And then we had to have a big discussion in the classroom <laughs> with the teacher about how these things are conducted. Civil protest. And you don't just protest to be protesting. What do you offer? Mm -hmm. So we went back outside and had a big discussion and we came up with a plan for closing Irby that would simply eliminate the first grade, then the second grade, then the third, so everybody that was there would get Graduate to go all the way through. Pretty innovative, yeah. yeah well, she said, well, that sounds good to me. So we said, let's go. And she said, no, you can only protest during your recess. And if it's important to you, you'll do it. By golly, we did. And fortunately or not, got my little self-plastered holding my sign on the front page of the Log Cabin Democrat. And uh, shortly after that appeared, I got a phone call from someone who attended one of the other schools that was informing me that uh, 
it would not be a pleasant experience for me to encounter this individual. Should I come to that <laughs> And it was odd because I recognized his name, I mean his voice, and his name because we went to church together. <laughs> and when Mrs. Vida Helen picked up the phone from my hand and got on there and she said, Andy, let me talk to your mother. Yeah. <laughs> and we never had any more right. trouble with that. So there was no bullying when you went to school. That's great. That's great. Mm -hmm. Tell us about that. You were mentioning before we went on the air about the playground and how your <laughs> the equipment was stored. That was interesting. Well, that was in nursery school. As far as uh, there was little stick horses and whatnot in that little playground that uh, I and a friend tried to incinerate in order to see the fire trucks, but it was unsuccessful. But uh, <laughs> our playground had little or nothing. What we did have was the leftover gymnasium from the high school that had burned. And there was a basketball court of concrete mm -hmm. And the basketball goals were still there, but being a person of very diminutive stature, basketball was not in it for me, <laughs> but we did have four square court strong. Uh, we made our own games uh, different ways out on the vast areas that uh, we would do. And it was always fun to watch the steam coming out from under the sidewalks. <laughs> and uh, they tore up the basketball court. They caved it in. Were you there when they brought the machines and yes. smashed that mm -hmm. in? That was an unfortunate thing. Yeah. Uh, had something to do with that steam coming out of the end of the sidewalk. And <laughs> I'm kind of concerned with what that was. Well, Where was the steam coming that, from? It seems, that, horror movies <laughs> it seems that there were these children that lived in the area that were fascinated by the steam, especially when it started coming out of the end of the sidewalk, sidewalk. You know, like where the sidewalk ends, yes. so to speak. And there got to be a hole down there, and somehow the hole was enlarged, uh, not by much, but it seems that a couple of the students ventured into that hole, which led to the basement of the gymnasium, which was filled with dirty water and had big stinky doors with what wire screen windows in them and got in there and one of the guys got worried about it. It was getting late and it was dark and we had flashlights and that person went home. Well, later... And notice he said we. Yeah, he yeah, right. indicated himself yeah. until well, now. anyway, later, one of the parents called the other parents and asked if they had seen the other child anywhere. And they asked the other child who said, well, the last I saw. And it turned out that person had dropped their flashlight and was lost down there in mm -hmm. the hole. And then the next week, they destroyed the whole <laughs> playground. Anyway, kids will be kids. Right. Indeed. Well, it sounds like... Uh, after 62, there was a little bit of paradise lost with the closing of Irby School. I would agree. Absolutely. And uh, based on the stories and y'all's recollection that, that uh, maybe we'd be better off with uh, re-implementing, in theory, uh, a 2.0 version of the Irby mm -hmm. School. But I uh, appreciate y'all sharing. Is there anything else you would want to impart on the listening audience about your experience in Irby School or about Conway in general? Other than if you didn't experience it, I'm I'm sorry for you because it was 
a, a classical way of to start off your childhood. The innocence of our childhood is so different. And it's funny looking back, you don't, you never appreciated it then. Yeah. But in your question about did you feel like it was special, yeah, it was all very special. Oh, Conway was an amazing place, mm -hmm. and no place in Conway was off limits to virtually any child. You could as ride as your you're bicycle. Home by dark. Yeah, yeah you'd be home by dark, <laughs> but mm -hmm. you could ride anywhere, go visit anybody anywhere on your bicycle. Uh, Hark Rider was kind of a don't cross it because that was the busy highway. Yeah. Everything else was wide open. And, you know, the kids that thought they were getting away with anything at any time, <laughs> ever. <laughs> getting away with nothing. By the time you got home, your mother or Already father was knew every detail. <laughs> exactly. Or if you found yourself in trouble, any Anybody. unlocked door, in you go, mm -hmm. there'd be a mother there. And there, all the doors were unlocked. They I were. mean, it was yeah. So. Yeah, help was the next. Help was the, the next household away. Exactly. And someone was all too willing. Absolutely. To, exactly. And would know you. Exactly. And nowhere to take you. And was all too willing to discipline if needed. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. yeah. exactly. Do you remember your home phone number? Four four four. Seven nine. <laughs> Mine was four four four. <laughs> Just three. Mm -hmm. Just three. Back in the, yeah, yeah. Rotary Dial. Our operator's name Rotary was Barbara. You bet. Where was your house, Jimmy? Uh, started at 408 Donaghy. That's kind of a famous house in Conway mm -hmm. because it, uh, after we left, uh, the artist Gene Hatfield moved in. Yes. And yes. created so some and yeah. things. Mm -hmm. And uh, I, it's interesting to get to go back and see that house after they were in there to go see that giant room that I lived in that was about right. the size of a closet. <laughs> <laughs> then we moved to 618 Western Avenue. And so you that, didn't go far. No, no not too far, but that was right across from the hospital. And we got that house from uh, Francis Galtney. Oh, writer. the Galtneys. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, uh, Francis and AC. So his yeah. little room that he did all his writing in got to be my room to keep all my awesome. stuff in. Our whole well, world been, was about eight blocks. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, so it really was. was. It was yeah. That room may have rubbed off on you. That's why oh, you had three books in the library. Right? Miss Crosser knew what she was doing. Yeah. <laughs> the run of the athletic fields at both at ASTC and at Hendricks mm -hmm. College. Of course, I was an aqua kid, and there right. was that run every day for years. Mm -hmm. And the run of the Hendricks campus, the the theaters. The courtways. In, yeah. The, yeah, the courtways, the theaters, the band rooms, the all of this was open to any of us kids mm -hmm. that went in. And even the choir room, I would hit at uh, uh, Central Baptist, mm -hmm. which was a great thing to be able to ride your bicycle up and right. listen to. Yeah. So it was pretty neat. And they had they legendary music, and, oh, you yeah. know, because they were, yes. uh, yeah, your, they produced. Your next adventure was a bike ride away. Exactly. Yeah. Absolutely, exactly. yeah. Five minutes mm -hmm. or less. Yeah. For sure. Well, I can't thank all three of you enough for who you've been to, to the community, but also who you've been to me individually. Well, thank so, uh, you. So I appreciate uh, that. And, and uh, for those who are interested, join the Facebook group, and you can see some of the pictures. Tell us, Jimmy, again, what that Facebook group is called. Uh, let's see. It's uh, Irby Training School, comma, ASTC. Okay. And you can see uh, uh, I joined it, and uh, I find it interesting when you guys get to chatting you know and mm -hmm. i'm just someone 
looking observing. and observing <laughs> and uh, uh, but growing up in a really small town myself uh, I had a lot of those same experiences mm -hmm. you know as far yeah. as small uh, being able to run the campus and things like that but not as cool as being <laughs> and having a people look at you through the window that is interesting to me and I think everybody has missed out including the teachers <laughs> that learned well, maybe we need to find someone that was a teacher oh, that was uh, looking through. That would be or someone that decided not suggest, to be. Yeah. 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 Right. So if anyone out there uh, was, one of, those, was one of those, oh, she was? She was. That was before I was there. Yeah. And my mother also uh, went to ASTC. And she so. was a teacher? Mm-hmm. Well, uh, they are still turning out teachers. Uh, and wonderful ones and uh, education is different Conway is different but it doesn't mean that we still don't have a very special town you gals right. came back because of that <laughs> right and we continue to grow well thank you for your time today and the insights i hope you all have enjoyed the walk down memory lane as much as we have oh it's been great thanks thank for, having, for us. having us thanks for listening to conway tnt we hope that you'll like our facebook page and post any ideas for future podcasts there or you can always drop by the bank and visit us at either one of our Conway locations. I'm Grant Gordy. And I'm Lori K. Smelton. We cared about Conway then. We care about Conway now. And we'll certainly care about Conway tomorrow. Take care. The views and opinions expressed in the Conway TNT podcast are those of the individual participants and do not reflect the official policy or position of First Community Bank. First Community Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender.